We are starting a new series called Shine, and have you asked this question or these questions before? Why am I here? What is the purpose of my life? And what have I been designed to do? Have you asked any one of those? Just raise your hand. I think all of us have. So we are starting a new course here at Grace Capital Church called Alpha. It's been around a long time, but it's a new video curriculum. And we start, I get to facilitate that, um, this spring life group session. And uh, one of the things, spinning water here, let me finish drinking, then I'll talk. All right. One of the things we're realizing is we're all very much the same in that way. Why am I here? What's the purpose of my life? And what have I been designed to do? And so we're going to spend the next five weeks talking about that. How do we have our lives shine in the way that God has designed us to, um, to live? Well, there's two things that we need to know when we're talking about our purpose. And there's two words I'm going to say um, to start off this idea. It's, it's in us. Can you say in us? in us? And through us. All right. So in us. Jesus wants to do a work in us. So he wants to have a relationship in us. He wants to work on our hearts. He wants to work on the inside of us. But then he wants to work through us. There's another way we can do that. And, um, and it's a great illustration. I don't know. I, I believe it's the Holy Spirit who must have done, you know, brought this to mind because I am not a minion person. My kids have watched the minion movies before. And I was like, who? This is dumb. Who watches this stuff? Um, but... From the great minion prophet, um, it really begins to speak to us. There's a scene when Gru has a flamethrower, and he's angry, and he like sets his phone on fire, and then the minions come rushing into his room to uh, put out this fire, and one of the minions is wearing a fireman's hat and has sirens on it, and they're flashing, and he's going, be-doo, 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 going into the room. Another minion has a hose, and he's trying to put it out, and he's flying all over the room. But the prophet minion that I'm going to talk about is Bidu. Bidu, 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 the little siren. And I thought, you know, that's exactly what we need to live our life doing. If our purpose is found in anything, it's found in learning how to be and learn how to do. Learn how to be and learn how to do. So you can go around saying, how's your be-do doing? <laughs> be-do, be-do. We'll kind of know what that means here in a moment. Be and do. I think the Bible talks about in Matthew 6.30, says, here's the be idea. Consider the grass of the fields, right? But if God so clothed the grass of the fields which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O little faith? In other words, this idea of like, God wants to be close, intimate. He wants to care for you. He wants to be with you. That's the B. And then consider the, in Proverbs, I love this, Proverbs 6, 6, consider the ant. The ant, O sluggard. Go to the ant, O slugger. Consider her ways and be wise. Goes on to saying, look at how the ant works. Look at how the ant does things. Be and do. 
So we have to learn to be and do to fully live our purpose. The B is to be in a relationship with God, finding our identity in him, finding our joy and our peace through our relationship with. That is being. That is being. In Isaiah chapter 30, verse 18, therefore the Lord waits or longs to be gracious to you. And therefore he exalts himself to show mercy to you. For the Lord is a Just God, God of justice. Blessed are those who wait or long for him. This idea of longing to be with God and God longs to be with us. That's, again, another great way of describe this be, this being, and then the doing. And here's the challenge with the doing, though. If you don't have be-do, you're in deep (laughs) do-do. Because if you just do the do... This is what happens. If you just want to go live, I'm going to do a bunch of great things for you, God. I'm going to live doing for you. This is what it says in Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, meaning the day when you meet Jesus face to face, On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name, cast out demons in your name, and do mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, this is the doo-doo, I never knew you. Depart from you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. See, we have to have the be and the do. You have to have the be-do. Otherwise, yes, you will be in doo-doo. Because it is basically saying, you, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, you, your righteousness only comes through a relationship with Jesus Christ. He wants to be close to you. He wants to be in relationship with you. That's why at Grace Capital Church, not only are we talking about your own purpose in life, but we're talking about the purpose of the family of God, this purpose that God has placed us in this family for and we've been saying that we're getting ready to meet Jesus face to face why do I say that why do I say that we're getting ready to meet Jesus face to face is because we will one day meet Jesus face to face and he will either say well done good and faithful servant or he'll say depart from me I never knew you then my heart is that every single one of you a part of Grace Capital Church. That's, that's all I'm responsible for is those who are watching online, those who are in the room who say, Grace Capital Church and my family, my heart is that I want to have every single one of you to hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant. Now, I, I get this. We don't 100% know everything of that we're supposed to um, do in this world or everything about God in, in all this. Like in 1 Corinthians 13, 12, it says, for now we see in a mirror dimly. Has anybody looked at an old mirror, maybe an antique shop that the back of the mirror is not super clear anymore and you look into it, and you can kind of see yourself, but you can't really make it out clearly. That's kind of what he's saying. For now we see in a mirror dimly. But then face to face, meaning now we can kind of like, we, we get it, kind of. But when we see him face to face, it says, now I know in part, then I shall fully 
even as I have been fully known. And I love that. It's like God is already fully knowing you, but he wants us to fully know him. Fully know him. And that fully will not come until we meet Jesus face to face. But until that day, I believe that he's given us clear direction of how to live our life in a be and a do. So my question for us, if you were to die today, ask this question. Young, old, doesn't matter. Online, offline, in the overflow, in the room. Ask this question. If you were to die today, one, where would you go? Two, what would Jesus say? Now, as a follower of Jesus, as a disciple of Jesus, you would go to heaven and be in his presence, and you'd be with all the other faithful saints that you've gone before him. That's our relationship. But, but the, the question is, okay, so our relationship allows us to have access to heaven, but then he's going to say, so what have you done with your life? What have you done with your life? Was it just about getting to heaven, or was, did I have a purpose for you? So Jesus, and we know this in the parable of the talents. By the way, anything stick out to you yet? You write anything down? Is the Holy Spirit speaking to you? In the parable of the talents, Jesus gives this parable a story. And he talks about the one who was faithful with the money that was given by his master. And he put it to work. He put the gifts, his gifts, his time, his money, and he put it to work. And he expected a return on that investment. And Jesus says, the, the one who actually produced a return, uh, he's been faithful with little and will be given greater. And I believe that God has entrusted things to us in this life, in this world. And I do believe that our reward, our full reward will be in heaven. And I want you guys to have a rich, full reward. Back in my Younger days walking with the Lord, I would, by the way, you do nice things, you do it secretly, right? You don't do it for everybody to see because that's your reward. You get your compliments in this life, there's your reward. But I I would just kind of say, obviously I didn't get my reward because I would talk about it, but I'd do something good and I said, that is for my chandelier in my mansion. That is going to be for, you know, my big pillar in my mansion, That, that good deed that I just did. Well, there's my... I talked about it, right? There's my reward. But in many ways, we are working for beyond this life. This is not just so we can live this life, get to heaven, and then spend eternity floating around in la-la land. This is really about Jesus being faithful and following him. Remember what Jesus said, I only do what I see and hear my Father in heaven doing. Jesus was a great example for us. Yes, the Son of God, but he was fully human as well. He was our example, that he'd spend time in communion, the being with his father early in the morning, but then he would go out and do, preach the gospel, he would heal many, he would um, raise the dead, care for the sick. That's why I love the class, doing what Jesus did that we offer, because that is the kind of life that we're supposed to live, fully empowered, fully alive. I like this, what Paul tells Timothy, Timothy's the kind of Paul's protege or Uh, maybe the other way around, mentor, mentee. Timothy, the younger one, Paul, the older one, says to Timothy this, in 2 Timothy 4, chapter chapter 4, 1 through 5, it says this, I charge you in the presence of God and of Jesus Christ, who is to judge the living and the dead. Okay, here we go. Jesus will judge every single one of us. 
And by his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word. I love the song that Pastor Richie wrote, and we sang that today. That it's time to share the gospel. It's time to preach the gospel. By the way, the preaching the gospel is not left for the preacher. It's all of us preach the gospel, and sometimes we use words. St. Augustine said that. Preach the gospel often. Use words if you must. Our lives should be preaching the goodness of God. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will, will not endure sound teaching. Is that the time we're in? And having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into mysteries or myths. As for you, always be sober-minded, enduring suffering. Do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. Do you realize every single one of you, let me pause here for a moment to make a point. Every single one of you has a ministry inside of you because Jesus has placed ministry inside of you. As a follower of Jesus, he's given you gifts, talents, passions. That's why for our membership class, we feel like it's so important. We haven't done that in the past and we're going to start because God has designed you specifically to carry out something that he wants to bring the kingdom of God here to earth. So how do we be? We do be this way, to know God and to be known by God. That's, that's the be. To know God, so you have to spend time searching him, determining I'm going to spend time praying and be in his presence and allow God to know you. See, that's why the other course we love, emotionally healthy relationships. I grew so much for that one because you had to get vulnerable. You had to allow God to work in those deep crevices of the things that you like to pack away and you like to hide away, those tender places that you got some calluses over them because of your past hurts or past pains. But when you say, God, I want you to know me, I want you to come into all the places of pain in my life. I want you to go into all the places of sin in my life. I want you to kind of work in me and I want you to know me. I don't only just want to know you, God, I want you to know me. That's the B. The do is... We, we say this, you know this, so because we said we're getting you ready to meet Jesus face to face by reaching the lost, caring for the least, and training the found, right? Reach the lost, care for the least, and train the found. So each of us needs to live like the minion has prophesied, be do. Be do, be do, be do, be do. And it is that combination of being and doing. It is that combination of being and doing. Don't just focus on the doing because you're going to do a lot of things in your own strength and and Jesus is going to say, I never asked you to do that. Just don't do it because you feel like I got to check some boxes or I've got to, that's what a Christian does. But out of our being is what we do because we now are in a relationship and the Holy Spirit empowers us and we can hear 
Hey, do you see that situation over there? Hey, do you know your neighbor over here? Hey, you know that person has been suffering or, or is in trouble over here? Go and do whatever he's called you to do. Okay, can I tell you something also about the, the being? It has to do with your character. And I'm probably a little bit more sensitive to this because uh, my kids, thankfully, they've got great character. But I've been thinking about as, as they grow and mature, the younger people. And I probably reflected on it because when I was younger, I, I struggled in the area of character. But, but what has shaped my character is my relationship with the Lord. See, when I was young, I, I stole, I lied. Um, I did things that were against God and his word. But I had pretty significant, well, in my own eyes anyways, it's, it's the eyes of the beholder, but I had, I had some talent to, you know, fake it until you make it. But that was my concern, that, that I knew how to act a certain way. But I never allowed the being that God to know me. And this is what I would say. Your talent can start your life. Your talent can start your life. But it's your character that will carry you through life. It's your character that will carry you through life. And your character is only formed and shaped by you willingly place your life into the hands of God and say, God, I'm all yours. And I want to develop my relationship with you. That's the being. Then out of that, he's saying, I've got a plan for you. I've got a purpose for you. And the general purposes that I believe he's called each one of us to is to reach the lost, care for the least, trade in the found. We're going to go over that in the next several weeks. So question for you. Here's your question. Here's your be-do question today. How is your be? How is your be? How's your relationship with God today? Do you have one? What kind of relationship do you have? Is it a relationship that you can hear the whisper of the Holy Spirit in your life and you can say, here I am. I'm ready to act in obedience. When you crack open the Bible, do you hear God speak to you from his word? How is your be? Then my question is, how's your due? How is your due? Do you seek the lost? You, when's the last time you've shared your faith with somebody else? Do you care for the least? I had somebody come in today and, and, and hand me a stack of gift cards. Said, Pastor, you probably know some people who are, who are in need. And I just felt like I needed to do this. Can you please give these out to people in need? But I trust that person was listening to the Spirit of God to do that, not just doing it on their own volition. Do you care for the least? Do you want to train the found? I love all these new leaders that we have found in Grace Capital Church who are leading our life groups. I'm, I'm impressed. And in many ways, when I ask these questions, it's more for self-reflection. One of the areas I do believe that in my own life and in the life of this church, and I made it as a goal for 
2021 for this church, that we would move into a more evangelistic season, that we would move into a place where we would be training ourselves, desiring to share our faith with others. And I think that's why Pastor Richie was inspired to write that song for this church. So here's the, here's the good news and the bad news. The good news, if you're not where you want to be in life on the be-do, you can change that. Here's the good and bad news. But the only one who's going to change that is you. <laughs> you are the only one that can develop your relationship with the Lord. Nobody else can do that for you. You are the only one that can, you can hear the whisper of God and say, go do this. So my question, how is your bee do? So over the next few weeks, next week we'll talk about our bee. Okay, we're going to unpack that a little bit more. How do we develop and grow in our personal relationship with Jesus? And understanding who the Holy Spirit is in our life. Then we'll go on a journey and talking about um, the parables of the lost coin, the lost sheep, the lost son, Jesus' parables about our calling, our purpose to reach the lost. Then we'll look at Matthew 25, and he says, as much as you've done it to the least of these, you've done it to me. And he goes through a whole list of, of where we should be looking, the, the places of people who felt discarded, the dark places in the world, the, the people in need, and that's the care for the least. And we're going to dig into that, our purpose in that. And then the train the found. And that's looking at the Great Commission. Every single one of us has been charged with a Great Commission. So my goal at the end of this is that you will, when you ask the question, what is my life on earth for? What is the meaning of life? What's the purpose of life? That you will be able to answer that. And it's going to be quite simple. You'll say, be do, be do, be do, be do. How's your be and how's your do? But then we'll unpack that further. All right. I'm going to take a moment. I'm going to pause. It's going to be awkward. But I want you to, if you don't have something to write down, this is your write down, your takeaway moment. Get out something, your phone, notepad. I'm going to pause. I'm going to be awkward. It's going to be like, really? If you don't have any of those things, take a connect card. Um, and if you don't have any of that, then just like purposely saying, what am I going to take away from this today? All right, next week, I'm asking you to bring your Bible, bring a notepad, pen. Unless you completely resist paper, then bring your phone ready with your Bible app in your note-taking on your phone or tablet, whatever you want. I believe the Spirit of God, this is a critical, crucial time for us as a church. And we're going to discover our own purpose, our church's purpose, from the Word of God, and we're just going to learn how to do a little be-do. And just don't worry, don't do the do, because you know what happens. We won't need to say that again, but all right, 
Bidu. Welcome to Church Online. My name is Pastor Mark, and I just want to say thank you for taking the time to join us in watching our services online. Maybe you can't be at our location today and you're watching this from home or on the road. We just want to say thank you for tuning in. And maybe you can't get to a physical location at Grace Capital Church, then this becomes part of your regular routine to do church live on your computer or on your device. We want to say, invite some friends with you. Do church together. Life is so much better together and discovering what God has for us is meant to be done in community. Gather people together and enjoy these services for weeks to come. Thank you for watching. Thank you.